my grandma died last week, but I'll tell you what happened this week. I got fingered by a trans woman. <laughs> I think it's free lunch time. Whoa, free lunch is back and we're sorry. We are, we'd like to apologize for all of the indiscretions. Bro, it's been so fucking hard. Dude, it's been a fucking nightmare. Well, Sam's been dead. That's the thing. You've been dead. I've been dead. I've been I've been medically dead for eight days. Yeah. Um, I've been so fucking sick. Yeah. And you kept getting called into work. And yeah. also, it was your anniversary with Rebecca this yes. weekend. Three-year anniversary. Big deal. Big deal. You had to go all out. And even if we wanted to record the yeah. podcast on a Sunday... I didn't have a voice. Yep. And I had a fever. Couldn't do it. Yep. And sorry to all everybody finding out I have a girlfriend. Look, it's, it's, we've been together for three years. It's time to hard launch it. Yep. you got to hard launch it. It's three years. <laughs> I have a girlfriend. <laughs> Very quiet on the old soldiers about it. You got a lady? Yeah, no. You you came down with something um, terrible. Genuinely terrible. Yeah, I had a 40 degree fever and I was shaking. And uh, I, was, I was just telling you off the pod, the way I got through it was just tearing through some of the strongest edibles yeah. I've ever eaten in my life, combined with vitamin C and ibuprofen. Of course, and blah, you're blah, not a blah, mad blah, man. Blah. I'm not a madman. <laughs> but let me tell you something. You really notice how bad betadine tastes when you're so stoned you forget you don't drink it. Like that's... <laughs> doing shots of betadine. Doing dude. shots of betadine. And it was... I watched the I watched the Equalizer 1 and 2 back-to-back. Mad. Uh, mad. I... I literally just stayed in and just played Assassin's Creed and went to bed. Mm. Uh, I, I hallucinated. I had a dream that I got gang raped mm-hmm. by every word starting with the letter M. That's right. Yep. And it was horrendous. And I woke up with a hatred for the letter M. Yeah, as you would. Yeah, 100%. Mm. But we're back. We're alive. We've just come we're from back. standout comedy. Just fucking doing fucking fine that stand <laughs> both of us doing doing just, just fine, fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know it was a problem with the audience yeah, yeah, yeah. the if, both of us <laughs> if both of us are doing just fine hey that's not on us yeah okay 100 especially because we were what, what, like 20 minutes apart 20 minutes apart mm. they never really picked up as a crowd which is very rare for standout comedy club it's normally one of the best gigs yes. In the city. I mean, we were both trying new as well, so it's like, this is kind of like a little bit on us, I reckon. It is a little bit on us. It's, it's and you and I were both trying risque new material. Yeah. I've, it, okay, so this is the thing, right? Is it risque? Because yours is about history, which has already happened. That's true. And mine is about old people, which were the people in history. Who have arguably also already it's happened. Like, which have already happened, and we all agree. Yes. Right? So I was like, I don't think that... Do you reckon... It, it seems to be because I used to have a bit about old people that I don't do anymore because mm-hmm. I felt people pull back because they were picturing some perfect old person. Yes. Because we seem to do that. We romanticize old people. We do. We do like to put them up on a bit of a pedestal until you have to sign a lease. Yes. That's what I'm until you have to start renting. Mm-hmm. Then you're like fucking landlords. And you're like, who do you think the landlords are? Yeah. Until you find out the dude down at the park who feeds the birds every morning called Bernard is your landlord. Yes. You're like, oh, he's so he gives sage advice. He's very wise. Mm. And then you're like, oh no no, he's he's increasing the rent. Yes, a hundred percent. I'll break his knee reconstruction. Yeah, it's like the reality of life is that old people are your enemy. That's the actual upsetting reality of life. But also, well, hold on, hold on. So I'll I'll go into bat for old people here. See, this is how people feel. I'm like, no, 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 no mercy. No, I think you have a choice because I can, I can see it in my own grandparents. Mm-hmm. You can choose to be like, ah, this isn't my world anymore. Mm. All I can give you is advice that I know, mm-hmm. but also I don't understand what the fuck is going on right now. 
I'm just going to listen to the radio at five in the morning and go to bed at 6 p.m. Yes. And then there's old people who are very vocal. Yes. And they're like, I don't understand why we need a voice to parliament. Just let the church take them again. It worked fine <laughs> when I was a child. Yeah, see, that's the thing. It's like, it's almost like, no, I'm, I'm, and I'm just saying old people because they are the current thing that is irrelevant. I would mm. say cowboys. Yeah. I wish I could say fucking medieval knights. Have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> Which was the gripe of the Renaissance. It's like there's fucking tin cans going on about chivalry. So he doesn't even like my paintings. It's just currently they are the thing that yeah. has no idea what the fuck is going on. Yes, but that's also not entirely on them because everything's moved so yes, quickly. It's a world that they existed in that doesn't exist anymore. Correct. It's not on them. But it's like, it just feels like, okay, I, I, it, we were gentle for a little bit, mm -hmm. but then Facebook came in and now you guys talk. Yeah. Now you talk to each other and now I have to tune into AM radio on the work car. Yeah. Because that's the constantly fixed radio station that plays in the work car. Oh, really? The AM radio. Yeah, you turn the it on. The AM radio plays in the work car of what might be the gayest institution in the country. Yep. Oh, brother, the ethos and the imaging of that institution does not match who works there. Right, okay. Wait, who drives the vehicles? Okay, that's what <laughs> Who drives the vehicle? The people behind the, in the office, 100%. Yeah. Right? Who drives the vehicles? Not at all. And so the AM radio constantly is the thing. When you turn the car, AM radio comes mm -hmm. on. You turn the car on and you just hear, like, young people. Should we shoot them? Yeah, yeah Like, yeah, yeah. it just starts there. And you're like, oh, the last one I turned on was, like, they were talking about... um. Oh, they were like, this is literally, it's like talkback radio being like, uh, yeah, give us a call. It was like a like a 40-year-old, she seems semi sort of young, but like boomer baiting almost, being like, guys, give us a call if you think that young people think that they deserve too much praise. And then the next couple calls were like, yep. <laughs> like, 100, never agreed with anything more in my life. <laughs> My grandson has had so many participation trophies. <laughs> it's turned him trans, okay? It's the medals weighed him down <laughs> until they swung like a pendulum and chopped his dick off. It's disgusting. Back in my day, if you did a good job, you got the belt. <laughs> if you did a bad job, you also got the belt. Dude, that was actually one that someone said. They were like, back in my day, praise was not criticism. Praise was not criticism. Yes. So praise was praise was absence of criticism. Yeah, that's the definition of praise. No, 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 no. Like praise, no, it being like a compliment wasn't like an action to them. A compliment was lack of an insult. Right. Okay. Right. So like instead of being like that's a nice shirt, it was lack of going. That's a shitty fucking oh, gay okay. shirt. <laughs> so so a compliment was being like, ah, oh, I got that shirt on. Yes, yes, exactly. It's There's like, nothing wrong with the shirt. Just, just saying what's happening. Just yeah. factually, you have a shirt. Yeah. and then So like, lack of any criticism. I think Tom was, was gay. Praise. He said he liked my shirt. That's what I'm saying. Like, it is, like, it's, it's just a world that doesn't exist anymore. I love old people. I feel bad for them. Mm. But I used to, yeah, I used to have this bit and people started pulling back. And now I feel like I have a slightly more fun bit on it. Yes. Slightly more. And it was, I reckon it went okay tonight. I, I think, think I, okay. I think it's a really good bit and it's a really good point because you set it up in a nice way to be like, we, in movies and television, 
So it was the Aunt May Spider Man yeah. thing. Yeah. And then Which you added actually. Which I added, but you know <laughs> You're like, yeah, you did it really well. Remember the things that I said afterwards? <laughs> you, remember, <laughs> you, you remember the critique I had for it that made it more explainable and understandable for the audience that I thought I'd slide in here so they completely get it now you that they're listening? In. Dude, that tag I had for that bit <laughs> is so good. <laughs> oh my god, thinking about it now. Holy fuck. Dude, I love you your were bits so when good they when have you were my listening to me after you were done. I gave uh, I gave uh, Kevin Jin a couple of tags for but he was working on uh ages ago. Mm. And I got up and did it. And all I remember going is thinking about but just being like I was watching Kevin and just being like, Man, Kevin's a really good comic. This is not good. Oh, yeah. And then he gets off stage and like, oh, Sam, thanks for the tags. And I was like, wait, that was me. <laughs> that was, they were my tags. Oh, shit. Dude, <laughs> they actually... were, why did you listen to me? They were, that was, they were terrible. Why would I say that? That is actually a great way to like gaslight someone into, that you hate oh, in yeah, the scene. That's a good point. You know what I mean? Being like, watch it, like bonk, just go up there and say horrendous shit and then come up, like go up to <laughs> like, thank you for all that. <laughs> a great example because we're not close and we're just colleagues yes <laughs> i have i have no ill will towards no, no, but no. just to be like thanks for that fuckhead yeah, it would just be so funny to take that to him <laughs> and be like attribute <laughs> to your bomb yeah <laughs> real quick we should mention uh we're recording this at 10 p.m right yes, this is a nice late night wall free uh dinner record yes because we yeah we obviously haven't been able to because we've both been indisposed but that's okay. Because mm. um, we might get a free dinner from Beck when she comes on. She might be bringing pizza. She might be bringing pizza. It's kind of mad. It's kind of fucking sick. Free little night lunch. Live like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Which I actually re- watched the video essay about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles recently. And oh, it's yeah. It's kind of got me back into them. For or against? For. Like, it's like showing like the history of where it came from. And it was just two dudes that liked comics that lived together and just started writing. They were like... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, they're like, this is fun. It was supposed to be kind of like a, a semi-parody to um, Daredevil, I think. Right. That checks out. Yeah. And uh, and they just blew the fuck up. That's funny that a bunch of like like comic book fans were just like, <sighs> okay, what if instead of being blind, they're turtles? <laughs> <laughs> Well, actually, a lot of turtles have very poor eyesight. I can see the connection there. Okay, and the the whole thing is that he has all of these senses. That's so. Are the turtles going to have extra superpowers? And it's like they get taught by a rat. I don't know what to tell you. Dude. <laughs> There's a rat, and he's named after one of the most annoying things you can get in your finger. Okay, he's fucking awesome at kung fu. <laughs> he's so good. He's he's a rat that knows kung fu. Mm. And also, instead of one blind guy. Four seeing eye turtles. Four, four seeing eye turtles. And he's like, okay, so their main villain is like, what is it? Like an eagle? It's like, no, it's a human man. <laughs> so are, are these... Uh, Called the Shredder that has a fucking problem <laughs> with four turtles and a rat? Well, I got really disappointed when I finally sat down and watched uh, The Killing Joke. Oh, great novel, but not Great a good novel, movie. 
a completely mediocre film. So fine. Oh, yeah. I get it. At the end, he makes Batman laugh and they joke. They hang uh, out. They jerk each other off. They jerk each other off. Meanwhile, fucking Jim Gordon's daughter is just with yeah, a shattered spine in the corner. Just being like, I'm glad you guys are getting along, though. Yeah. And Batman's just like, hey, that was pretty good. Yeah. The whole joke is like, hey, what did the Zero say to the eight? Nice yeah. belt. And Batman's yeah, like, like, ah. Yeah, 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 like, she'll never walk again, but fuck, that's good gear. <laughs> fuck, man. That's, fucking, that's <laughs> a great fuck. bit, dude. Can I suggest a tag? <laughs> Tell you what was great about that, what I'm going to add to it. It was a disappointing. It was a disappointing comic movie because I went and saw Guardians of the Galaxy three last night. Oh, how was that? Completely the opposite. It's the most beautiful, perfect end to my favorite Marvel franchise. Mm. It was it very sad. A mm-hmm. lot of dead baby raccoons. Uh, oh, okay. All right. A lot of a lot of uh, rabbits that have been Cronenberged into spiders and Ew. really fu- It's really intense. But it ends so nice, and I love these characters so much. And each movie, they do a different era of music. And this was 90s, and it ends with the noughties. And it was just... It was so fucking beautiful. Is it the end of the Guardians of the Galaxy? It's definitely the end of the James Gunn Guardians of the Galaxy. There's a little, like... There's a little hint at the end that goes, hey, just so you know, we love making money. I'm sick of post-credit scenes. Dude, have I, I, I know I've told you, I don't know if I've told you on the podcast, uh, the worst post-credit scene I've ever seen mm. came at the end of Kingsman 3. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we've talked about this. Have we talked about it on the yeah, pod? Yeah, I think we have talked about okay. it. Oh, maybe. It was to say it again. We'll find out. So the Kingsman is set in the turn of the century during World War One. There's mm. Rasputin. He dance fights. Mm. It's a terrible movie, but there are some incredible scenes in it. It's mm. the end of World War One. That's very important, mm. right? Mm. And the Kingsman organization gets founded. All of the credits play. Uh, I went with Artie. We're so stoned. Mm. We just forgot to get up. Mm-hmm. And we were just laughing at how terrible that movie was. Cut to Bunker. Yeah. Stalin's there with someone else. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, it's like it's a secret meeting. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what is next for our plans for Europe? And Stalin's like, I want to introduce you to a friend of mine. This man comes in and they go, this is my friend. And they go, hello. I am, I don't know, whatever his fucking name is. And the man yeah, Bobov Yobarinsky. I am Boblachev Kolobobovdik. Yeah. And then this little guy goes, my name is Hitler. Adolf Hitler. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, that is back. Hit him with the fucking dictator James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> Hitler. Adolf Hitler. <laughs> so ridiculous that it's like something as... Horrible as Hitler, yeah, in real history, can now in a cinema be like a gag. Yes, isn't that interesting? It is delightful. It's kind of nice. It's kind of nice. It's like, oh yeah, this is like it's. It will be a while before we have another Hitler because it's so mocked. Yes, and we can see them coming a mile away now. Yes, and don't get me wrong, there will be another Hitler. Yes, they will a hundred percent. Isn't that a kind of weird knowledge to live with that there's going to be another Hitler? And there'll probably be one in our lifetime. Yeah, it's fuck man. Yeah, it'll come around. And people are like it's Putin is like it's not Putin. It's he's not getting Putin. too old. No, he's past his prime. It's like everybody, everybody, you think it is? It's not going to be that. It's not. They they didn't think Hitler was going to be Hitler. I guarantee you, it'll be someone where initially we're all like, yeah, this yes. guy rules. It's going to be like David Attenborough or some shit. Like it has to be like someone that we no, he's too old. But it's like. Like, um... Ice Spice. Ice Spice. <laughs> that's what it's like. It's, it's going to be, be Ice Spice. It's going to be someone that's considered charismatic now. Yes. 
Because I, I went down an ice spice deep dive today mm-hmm. because I was having an old man moment because I'm seeing all of the Taylor Swift... Maddie Healy. I've been seeing a lot of that yeah, as well. Yeah, the Taylor Swift, Maddie Healy goss. And then ice spice keeps coming up on stage and I just had this old man moment where I was like, who the fuck is this person that is always on my feed that looks like the sexiest fucking clown? <laughs> if this is the most fuckable carrot top in the entire world. Who is this person? <laughs> fuckable carrot top. I know they're a musician. I don't know anything else about him. This is, I am too old for ice spice. But I need to find out. Started listening to some of her music and I was like, oh, this is pretty good. Yeah, you like it? This is, she got a good flow. And I'm like, this is kind of nice. But also at the same time, I look at it and I don't You can't speak about rap without ever sounding old, bro. It's one of your curses. I know, I know. It's one of your curses. She's got a good flow. It's a good flow and it slaps. (laughs) Oh man, she's so fucking hot. Yeah, she's sexy as fuck. Really curvy, curly hair. Oh, my God. It is an interesting combination of things because it does look like you hit random on the Skate 3 character customizer. You know what I mean? She looks like a character you'd make on Hogwarts Legacy just to piss off JK (laughs) Rowling. (laughs) But like the sexiest version of that. But she, she seems dope. The music was pretty tight. Yes, yeah, she's great. No, she's great. I like fucking, what's the song? Was it Munch? Munch, Munch was good. Yeah. There was another one was like, Baby Likes to Drive Part 2. I don't know. Sure. Something like that. Whatevs. But you see Matt, he- the whole thing with Matt Healy and Ice Spice. You see this? Matt- oh, Matt Healy apparently was like, apparently like dissed Ice Spice in like a podcast somewhere or something. It's like, right. And now he's dating Taylor Swift and now those two are together. And people are like, this is the conspiracy theory. People think that uh, Taylor Swift is got Ice Spice on a song to cover up the fact that her boyfriend's a racist who is now Maddie Healy. Yeah. Right. Um, Despite the fact it seems pretty clear that, like, I, I, the whole Maddie Healy's a racist thing never tracked. Well, for yeah, because well, the internet is for 13 year old girls, dude. It's yeah, like, yeah, that's true. When people were, I could not believe those, like, tic- the TikTok videos that 1975 were putting out, which was like, now the thing about Asian people. <laughs> right? Great bit. Great bit. Hilarious bit. I could not believe the comments being like, oh, thank God the band cut him off. Oh. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, oh, you guys are fucking retarded. That's most of the world. <laughs> like the amount of comments were like, well, thank God the guitar player came in. Otherwise he would have made a real gaffe. And all of those bits start with him being like, I really love my band. They're like a family. They always cut me off before I say anything too fuck. So mm. think about Asian people. Great bit. Great bit. Fantastic bit. And so it made me realize that like, oh, people don't, get what the fuck is happening yeah. they think this is just a idiot like a dumb dude like because lead singers are usually just like how are we doing tonight london yeah we're all right it's very clean like it's very um like what's his fucking name harry styles who goes out there fucking dances in frills yeah and it's like oh i see you there with the blue denim vest very good love anyway let's fucking have a good time don't think too much about if i'm copying david bowie or not <laughs> and my pr team said it's still different to david bowie <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he's fucking dancing like, and everyone's like, "Oh, this is authentic and lovely. Yeah, this is so original." And then the 1975 is just like they let a madman on stage, and nothing about it is orchestrated, even though the fact that there's constant stage movement and there's yes. people with headsets and things getting moved and around. And he's spending every show smoking cigarettes and drinking wine. No, it's mm. it, it's 
it's it's it's almost like a theater piece. Yeah, it, it looks it looks like a play. Yeah, it looks like a play. I think it's the most beautiful, most unique stage setup for a touring band I've seen in a very long time. I'll tell you what's interesting. This is this seems to be um, like the difference where the 1975 also universally loved by girls. Yes, but it seems to be girls that are maybe like 20 and up. Yeah, now yeah, they've been around for a while. They have been around for a while, but like ever since the TikTok fame and shit like that, because every girl I know went to the 1975. Yeah, me too. I was at a party and we were talking about the 1975 and I made a joke. I went, um, oh, you guys talking about the guy from the Adam Friedland podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, do you guys know he was in the band? <laughs> and I'll just cast the line out here and see and what bites. Like, it was like, fuck, man, that's fuck. He said, fuck. Stuff. I was like, and, no, no, I was like, real quick, what did he say on the podcast? Because I only know the backlash. What did he say on the podcast? No one fucking knew. Yeah. I just kept being like, I just kept with the bit of like, yeah, I heard his opinions on the podcast. I liked some of them. <laughs> Turns out he, he's a pretty good musician as well. And no one could tell me what he actually said on the podcast. Do you mm. know what he said? No. Yeah, I have no idea. I'm, I'm like, I'm assuming he was doing bits. Dude, uh, any of the internet cancellations, I tap out. I check in and I'm yeah. like, all right, I see someone I know or like and I go, all right, did he rape anyone? No? No. I don't care. All right, yeah, we're good. Shuffle. Shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, but the Matty Healy, because mm. I, really, I really fucking like the 1975 and I have for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And I just love the fucking sheer level of chaos he's bringing at the moment. Me too. It's entertaining to watch. It's informing the music. The UK is bringing some real heat right now. Louis Capaldi, he's going to be a splendor on the grass. I cannot wait, dude. Dude, his whole promotion for this album and his music videos have been superb. It's sick. The fact that he's been yeah in a beef with Noel Gallagher or was mm. it Liam Gallagher? Whichever the fuck. It was Liam Gallagher. It was Liam Gallagher. Uh, it'd be William Gallagher the fact that he's on, up st- on stage doing crowd work in between songs yeah. and then his songs are genuinely beautiful anthems yeah. about like real life heartbreak and his grandma dying and he's like I eat potato chips and jack myself off <laughs> this story Adele style ballads mm. just to turn around and be like I wrote that one after I had a wank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, he's like, my grandma died last week, but I'll tell you what happened this week. I got fingered by a trans woman. <laughs> Before you go. <laughs> he's the fucking man. It's so much fun. And he is just, he's, he's, he's done this beautiful thing where he's just refused to let the industry like slim him down, mm. make his hair neat. Yep. He's just like, I look like a bag of shape, <laughs> but I've got the voice of a fucking angel. He really does. He knows exactly what he's working with and he's yep. playing it fucking perfect. Oh, to a T, dude. It's nice to see, uh, it's nice to see authenticity. I kind of feel the same way about Matty Healy. Mm. It's nice to see authenticity not be contrived as a marketing point. It is a marketing point, yeah, but yeah. it feels very honest. It's not this whole... Like I every every time I I catch the train from Town Hall Station, there's this ad that drives me absolutely up the fucking wall. I hate it so much. It's for a streaming site that I, I like QB. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's like an American one. They're trying to launch over here. Sure. And it's pictures of every queer host on QB, uh-huh. and it just says yes, and it says 
be pride, be yourself. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, just seeing be yourself marketed to me. And the next one is a, a carbon copy, but it's for bubble tea. Yeah. And they're like, have it your way. And every time I get on the train, I'm like, everything is just telling me to be myself. Yeah. But then everything's also telling me to change. What do you want? And then I see some fat cunt with the voice of an angel mm. just like having a fucking... A Tourette seizure mm. and then just being like it, it makes for a great wank anyway you raise me up and I'm like ah yeah that's what they mean because I'll tell you what that whole thing about like be yourself be yourself don't be anyone else why would you be anyone else be yourself mm. the fact that it is a marketing ploy at this point is the suspicious part where yes. it's like be yourself and then also what's funny about that is then you are yourself but then you have to meet with HR yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? You're like, but the bubble tea ad, it's like, it doesn't matter. This is appropriate <laughs> for marketing sales. This is no, a- I'm really sorry. You work for McCulloch Robertson Lawyers. You can only be so much yourself. This is too much. This is the closest I'll ever get to feeling like a Roman leader. Go on. Like a Caesar and Augustus. Mm-hmm. I'm eating pizza and I'm kind of gay. <laughs> and you're... Talking an awful lot. And I'm talking an awful lot. <laughs> Just like those. They got what they were, what was coming to them. I got some big ideas, man. I got some big idea about this uh-huh. whole Pax Romana <laughs> bullshit. All right, well, let's see what the boys think about that. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine getting lit up at the symposium. <laughs> Rhodes, this dickhead. I was like, that's never going to fucking work, dude. We may not have gotten a free lunch. No. But we are still having delicious pizza from Angry Tony's Pizza. Game straight, bro. And look, yeah, we pay for it. But we deserve nice things every now and again. Every now and then, you got to pay for your free lunch. Yeah, man. What does that mean? It means there's give and take in the world. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you give an angry Italian man called Tony some money, mm-hmm. and he makes you a fucking pizza. Yeah. He makes you a motherfucker of a pizza, dude. He's not happy about it, but his anger fuels his art. He serves it up like his wife left him just then. Yeah. This tastes like the hobby she didn't support. <laughs> and now that she's gone, yeah. he can start his business. Yeah, and he has something to prove. Because mm. now he has to get fucking pussy directly off pizza. Yeah. And eventually, at one point, he will be called Complete Tony's Pizza. Yeah. But then the pieces are going to suck. They're going to be really terrible. <laughs> Once he ha- realizes himself and his full potential and realizes that he actually is more than just the pizza mm-hmm. and he identifies with something else like rock climbing yeah. and being a good dad, yeah. the pizzas are going to be dog shit. They're going to drop off. He's going to go from angry Tony to happy Tony and he's going to hire yeah. some dude called Confused Darren. Yes, to write the pizzas. And confused Darren's going to go in. <laughs> he has to what? <laughs> this is not a loose metaphor for being an older comedian. <laughs> Yeah, he starts exclusively writing children's pizzas. <laughs> oh, I got the yeah. James and the Giant Fart Meat Lovers. Yeah. It's like, yeah, he makes a big pizza that goes for an hour long once a year. And sure, sometimes they're improvised pizzas, and those are kind of fun to go see. They are fun to see, if you like that kind of thing. But then you watch the hour-long pizzas, and you go like, look, I like him off of the Gruen transfer. <laughs> And he meant a lot to me as a kid, but his pizzas 
I think were meant for me when I was a kid and now I'm an adult. I need different pizzas. I don't feel like he's making the pizza he wants to make. I feel like he's making the pizza he thinks we want. <laughs> you know, it just tastes just a little bit Man, different. Sometimes being the most successful pizza maker in the country really is a prison. It takes its toll. <laughs> but you know, he's up there making pizzas in Mullumbimby. <laughs> Hiding from the fucking COVID. <laughs> It's odd that making everyone vaccinate around him. It's odd that sometimes the pizza sounds like it's a government mouthpiece. <laughs> I just think of the original pizzas, and uh, they were great. They were really good. When we were kids, those pizzas were fucking mad. It was so good. Yeah. Also, there's no way you've been making pizza as long as your Doc Martens. Okay. A hundred percent. And also, it's like he is getting old. Like he's got fucking arthritis in his in his wrists. Because he is a pizza maker and not a comedian that stands. <laughs> and the irony being, he does lean on it a little. <laughs> and like, if one of his pizzas now was your first into the pizza, I think you'd be really happy with the pizza. <laughs> but if you've been eating his pizza for years, now you're like, yeah. it's, it's, the crust isn't the same. It lacks inspiration. This is the thinnest metaphor. <laughs> this is a thin and crispy metaphor. If ever there was one. <laughs> I had a really good time. <laughs> so did I. The point is that Angry Tony's Pizza, although we it's paid for it, very good pizza. So good. It's really good pizza. He serve, He makes the pizza like he's about to fuck it at the end. Yeah. God. God, he's and good. And maybe if he did, it would make the pizza taste better. Because honestly, Angry Tony is so angry, it makes beautiful food. Yeah, for real. Um. So yeah, not sponsored, but fucking mad shout out. And uh, fucking sorry to Will Anderson. <laughs> we do love you. We had a great. T- we fucking. I've never met you, but you seem nice. He got on a friend's podcast uh, about a week and a half ago. He got on the Community Notice Board podcast. Oh, that's right. Yes. Uh, which you should give a listen to if you it's like fantastic. that kind of stuff. We've both been on it. Yes. Um, both representing the same place. Both representing the same place. Some more than others. Yep. Some um, more than others. Some more indeed. than others. Let me tell you. Um, oh, definitely some <laughs> more than others. Man. Some had like a kaleidoscopic journey to the origin of the place. And it mm. was very interesting as to how yeah. they got there. And other people were just like, I'm from here. And that other guy's a right. cunt. So and and some, uh, some other people didn't live there at all. Some other, some other people, <laughs> maybe, some other people maybe did live d- there. Drove by it on the way to their nice school. <laughs> some of us did that. And then some of us lived there. Hey, it's still an interesting perspective out of the back of your dad's Audi, all right? Just be like, oh, thank God I don't have to go down there. Bro, anyway, yeah, go go listen to the podcast <laughs> and figure out which one is which. But <laughs> but they got Will Anderson. Mm. And I'm like, I reckon we might be able to get Will Anderson. Mm. But I think we should edit together all of the times we've sort of talked to you talk about it for no reason. <laughs> for no reason. For a man we respect yeah. immensely. Just for hopefully it'll it'll elicit a response and we get like a fucking get to go panel and question everything or some shit. <laughs> be like, yeah, I'm so sorry. Oh yeah, that's gonna be a nightmare. If one of us gets called up to question everything. Yeah. And then You're like, have you said anything about the Supreme Leader? <laughs> They get Jan Fran oh, to scroll me. through the entire podcast. Oh my god. It's only talking shit about Will Anderson, they say to themselves. 
<laughs> no, no, no. Surely there's got to be more than talking shit about Will Edison. Well, actually, in seven episodes, they pretend to be Japanese. <laughs> guys, I don't know if these are our guys. This has been the easiest pie graph to make. <laughs> One third talking shit about Will Anderson. One third doing accents they probably shouldn't. Another third bleeping out the word. <laughs> it's the whole podcast. Look, you guys hired me for four hours. Did you need anything else? <laughs> so, how successful is this podcast? About as successful as the combination of these thirds would suggest. <laughs> So like, getting there, getting there, yeah, getting, getting there. there. Fuck, <laughs> with a headwind. <laughs> I will say, with a fucking headwind. But but getting. There. But Will Anderson is like, well, these guys are new. Mm. Send the ladder down, <laughs> send the ladder down. Oi, Ando. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we get them on to question my role on question everything, and call me a. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do it in a Japanese accent. <laughs> Dude, can I show you a meme that I just think is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my entire life? Yes. Where is my phone? Okay. Okay. This is this is not going to be anything for the audio, but this is genuinely, bro. I can't even... First off, by the way, there's Merrick Watson blackface. Saw that today. Oh, that's mental. Look Isn't at that. that fun? Holy fuck. Uh, free lunch mood board. <laughs> Straight out of the gate. To make free lunch mood board. big of a mistake publicly on the mood board. Holy fucking shit, dude, dude. it's nuts that in this country, blackface was just acceptable for so long. And like not even that long ago, bro. No, that's... Like, what's that, 2004? Yeah, it's... Maybe. It might be even later than that. Yeah. We got rid of blackface late, way after it wasn't cool anymore. We needed Harry Connick Jr. to come in and be like, hold on a yeah. second. He's like... <laughs> looking at every other panelist being like, ha, 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 this is hilarious. <laughs> just be like, are you fucking kidding me? And then when he, when he, when he fucking critiques it, the <laughs> audience all go, <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, stupid foreigner. This is dope. <laughs> that would have been like 2008. Like, it's like 40 years after it wasn't cool. <laughs> like the rest of the world is going like, this is fucked. And we're like, put it in color TV. It's even funnier then. <laughs> yeah, it makes so much more sense. And Wait, you don't just make it, we'll remake it. Yeah. <laughs> We will do blackface on a show we're bringing back, which had blackface on it 20 years after it wasn't acceptable anymore. It's like, we looked at blackface in this country and went, this is a rating saver. <laughs> we did. A very small thing, but did you see, there's a rumor going around right now that Leonardo DiCaprio, he has sex in a very interesting way, right? Have you heard about this? Is it with men? you seen this? You heard about this? Because <laughs> those crazy, rumors have interesting way. dogged. His career, his entire life. No, new rumor. Okay, new rumor. New rumor. This is the rumor, okay. Is that people have had sex with Leo DiCaprio and what he does is that he lies down on the bed, he puts on headphones and plays like Death Grips or some shit. I don't even know. Like he plays he plays some music mm -hmm. while the chick gives him head. And he just 
That's it. He doesn't get engaged. She just sucks him off while he listens to music in his headphones. That's the rumor going around. Um, okay, so first off, I would... Okay, so immediately, right? Mm-hmm. This is my thought. There's absolutely no way that's how he has sex, but he's so rich and drowning in pussy. Mm-hmm. That would happen more than once. And then someone got chatty. Because he was like, yeah, I get yeah, I get blowjobs whenever I want. Sure, but isn't it fun to picture that's the only way he does it? That's the only way he can. Listening to death grips. Well, just like he's he's come so many times that it's like he it does it's more like an it almost seems like it's more gift for the girl. You know what I mean? He's yeah. like he's like fine. You can suck my dick if you want. Like it yeah. almost feels like that's not being well, nice to them. He's of the level of celebrity where it's like getting to suck his dick is a story. That's what I'm like. Saying. You tell that story at a bar. Yeah. Do you know that kind of sounds? It kind of sounds weird, but like how many times growing up. Growing up is maybe the wrong expression here. Mm-hmm. But how many times have you been like fooling around? Let's go with the old Netflix and till, chill adage. And you started fooling around and there's just been like Brooklyn Nine-Nine on the telly. Yeah, yeah, you fucking, yeah, exactly. You're going fucking heavy down to fucking Jake Peralta going, going. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have your, like your ass eaten out. <laughs> yeah, 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 on the couch. Yeah, you have like legs up in the air while someone's. Deep in your ass. <laughs> You're posted up while you just saying, get at that. Yeah, you like, boil. <laughs> I made homemade cheese. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Just, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing like a rim job and a reach around while Brooklyn Nine-Nine season four, episode six. Blares in the background. You got, but you still got one half eye, eye on the telly because you don't have to do anything. <laughs> You're like, I can still enjoy this. This is the best of both worlds. Fuck, this is really a award-winning comedy. That whole like, uh, like uh, getting sucked off in the movie theater. You know, that old cliche. Yeah. No one gets a rim job at the cinema. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know I mean? no. It's really hard to no, get a rim it's job. So annoying, and it's almost like they designed cinemas specifically so you couldn't get a rim <laughs> job in them. That's my. Thought. It's like they didn't consider <laughs> it's, it's us. Like, it's like it's fucking. I've no. They put spikes on benches so homeless people don't sleep, sleep on them, and they make cinemas the seats the way they do, so you and I can't have our asses eaten. <laughs> Watching the Green Mile. Those cup holders are defensive architecture. It's like, I can't put my knees up on it. It hurts. Yes. It'll literally break your back to get your fucking ass seen out of the cinemas. (laughs) And also, really obvious. Yes, everyone can tell. The other person's going to have to be standing up. It's the first week of Avengers Endgame. It's a full cinema. I need an Endgame while I'm watching Endgame, (laughs) all right? I need to click my fingers. Damn, get my ass eaten, Okay. (laughs) <laughs> that feels hey, like you get your ass eaten someone's talking and you're like are you fucking serious man <laughs> like someone's like hey down the front you're getting your fucking ass eaten <laughs> we can all hear you <laughs> yeah we're all very excited by the Polar Express <laughs> but please show some fucking consideration but the one <laughs> <word. laughs> <laughs> oh fuck you yeah. <laughs> Oh, sorry, sorry. Done in a second. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a logistical fucking nightmare. (laughs) But I refuse to let my dreams come true. 
Oh yeah, fucking dude. Bef- you, uh, mark my words, before the day I die, I will have my fucking ass eaten in the cinema. I am gonna have my ass eaten while watching mm. whatever the new Guardians of the Galaxy franchise is gonna be. Exactly. It's gonna be fucking me in the cinema seating in like a gladiator-like coliseum where I'm like, but I fuck up the cinema by getting my ass eaten so hard. <laughs> and I go, are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? And everyone's like, who are you? And I'm like, I'm Alex Malinkovich. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like husband to a woman who just ate my ass. Father, Father to, to a, a son that hasn't been born yet. <laughs> and I will have my ass eaten. Father to a femboy kitten son. <laughs> and I will have my ass eaten. In this, this film or the next. <laughs> Actually both. In this event cinemas or the Hoyts. <laughs> the Dendi have already asked me to leave. <laughs> I am not welcome back. Ha! <gasps> <laughs> everyone's like, yeah! <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix is like Yeah there's one guy at the back Putting his thumb up (laughs) (laughs) Love that (laughs) Facing off against the cinema (laughs) (laughs) That is a modern warrior's death Try to get your ass eaten (laughs) (laughs) Baby starts crying. You're like, fucking, who brought the baby oh, to yeah, yeah. Guys, this is Seriously? so rude. This is so rude. <laughs> don't stop, don't stop. This is, hold on. Can we get the house lights up? Seriously, what the fuck? Can you, this is a cinema. Can you get the baby out of here, please? I'm trying to get my ass eaten. Jesus Christ. You can't even, you, you can't even enjoy Shrek the third. <laughs> yeah, God damn it, dude. That stupid fucking kid. This happened in Hotel Transylvania too, as well. <laughs> By the way, th- yeah, this isn't an isolated experience. Yeah, right. <laughs> I keep getting interrupted. I watched up while she was trying to get in. Hey. Other right? hey. similarities: an elderly woman died when she saw my ass getting eaten in up. <laughs> Guys, I think I altered the Pixar movie. <laughs> like she died when I came. It was. <laughs> This beautiful birth-death cycle. Yeah. <laughs> I actually heard... You, by the way, your ass is still getting eaten. You're like, yeah, I, actually, yeah, I actually heard that this is part of Hollywood's writing process. When you need to find a turning point for your character, you get your ass eaten. In you know what, while we're here, I fucking did not care for Toy Story 4. <laughs> <laughs> it was perfect. <laughs> they could have ended it at three. It was fucking perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I will admit, though, that might have been skewed because for Toy Story 4, I was in the cinema. I was not getting my ass eaten. Yeah, neither was I. And that's it's kind of my popcorn. I need it to enjoy the movie. Yeah, yeah right? where it's like you cut a hole in the bottom of the popcorn and put you, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Naked you ass. get on, you you get get on, on all fours. Perking <laughs> your butt up into popcorn that's at the bottom. And <laughs> so they get to your asshole. You can, you can eat through the popcorn. Ooh. It's like such a high commitment move. <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck. <coughs> How do we get onto this? Oh, who cares? I have a new goal. <laughs> Free lunch mood board. <laughs> <laughs>
Free lunch, move board, get, get your, your ass, ass eaten, eaten in the cinema. At the, at the event cinemas. <laughs> the event cinemas. <laughs> oh, that actually kind of leads into another thing I wanted to talk about. One more thing, right? Mm-hmm. I was thinking about the origin of negging this week. Right, the old colloquial of being like mean to a girl so she likes you. Yeah. Right? As you'd be pretty. It's just a bummer about the lazy eye. Yes, exactly. You're walking up to a girl and you're like, you're fat. Yeah. What are you doing on Tuesday? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's, so that's the entire thing. And it, the woman is supposed to go like, where has he been oh on my, my life? Oh my God. Who is this charming Yeah, gentleman? they're supposed to hear a mes- Mexican guitar in their head like, he's like, Dios mío. Yes, Mio. He's a so he doesn't <laughs> speak to me like yeah. other men. Yeah. You have feet at different sizes. That's fucking weird. Yeah, it's like oh. oh, he's my king. Oh. <laughs> and okay, we don't dress for your body. That's <laughs> <laughs> <Start saying> Cupid. <coughs> um, which admittedly at the mm. time was a theory that no one had tried. Well, this is what I think because uh, the origin. The origin of it. No one ever talks about the origin of like where it all came from. But I was thinking about it and I was like, I think the first person that would have come up with negging, because you know how something good gets made and then it gets given to dummies and that's actually what the thing becomes? Yes. I wonder if what happened with negging, I think it was this. If it was one guy going, hold on, guys, just stop talking to women like they're on the pedestal. Mm-hmm. It makes you treat them differently. You're not supposed to treat them differently. Just yeah. treat them like you would treat them if you didn't care if you slept with them or not. Yes. You know what I mean? It probably would have started like that. And then a guy heard that and went, oh, okay, I think I got it. And then he was on a date and he was like, what's your name, Sarah? You always look like a fucking rat, Sarah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 like, snake, it's snake eating its own tail. Don't be weird all the way through. You try not to be weird. You become really fucking weird. Well, I think just the idea, it's like, you can't, you, I know what you're going for. You're like, oh, I'll be playfully mean. Yeah. But you haven't trained in being playfully mean. So you're just a guy that goes out there and way overshoots it. Dude, being playfully mean, friend, family, relationship, it's a fucking art form. 100%. And there are some people that can do it and some people cannot. I cannot really do it. I can't really do it either. Sometimes, mm-hmm. depending on where I am and who who I'm with, mm-hmm. potentially, but with just a stranger, yeah, no. Nah. Playfully mean does not work. What, oh, dude? I, I I think I told you this like uh, a couple of nights ago at Magic Mike. Yeah. Uh, this there was like these uh, Scottish girls that were hanging out. Oh, you told me. And that. they got invited over. And uh, Pat Doherty, mm-hmm. comic, he was he's very good at being playfully mean. He can, yes. he can skate away and get through it. I was way too I was way too stoned, mm-hmm. and I didn't know who these strange women were. And she was from Glasgow, and she had the thickest Glasgow accent I've ever fucking heard in my life. And I mm. fucking used to live there. It's so fucking thick. And then after a while, she like tries to continue the playful meanness to me. Mm. And, she, I, and she literally just says something along the lines of, oh, well, you are sitting at a lot. You did a good job or something. Mm. And I was like, no one can understand you, bitch. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why you're here. My energy's run out. And she's like, you I'm like, I know, I, I'm sorry. I We've established that I don't want to be playfully mean. Yeah. And so now... I'm just going for mean because you seem to be insistent on this continuing. Yeah. This isn't fun. It's that's you know yeah. what I mean? It's like being like I'm I wish I could be playfully mean, but you want me to be playfully mean and I can't be. Yeah. So I'm just going to be kind of just annoying and mean. You are honestly setting me up so easy here cuz you're bullying me with a speech impediment. Yeah. Okay. And also it's like there's a there's a miracle that happens once you start like 
having a girlfriend mm. when other women are playfully mean to you in public you're like you have no power here anymore <laughs> yeah you turn into saruman in lord of the rings yeah you have no power here yeah, I'm like, nah, you used to, I used to, I used to giggle along and be like, that's so true and try to fight back. And now I can just be like, no, I'm, hey, I'm in love, you fucking gross bitch. <laughs> <laughs> back the fuck up. Damn. That's, I felt guilty about calling a girl a bitch who was being a bitch. And you're like, you're a gross bitch. Ironically, you're nagging her perfectly. <laughs> you're like, oh yeah. And I've never been more popular with women. <laughs> but it's just nice. Like having, having a girlfriend releases you from the curse of those chicks. Yeah. They're like, is that, are you, are you gonna, are you when you're gonna get your fucking, yeah. Just, uh, yeah, are you, you're, you're gonna get your fucking dick sucked by yeah, fucking, yeah. by ice cream man. And you're like, hey dude, back in the day I would have tolerated this mumbo jumbo bullshit. <laughs> but I'm in love and I fucking hate you, dude. Where otherwise I would have seen something to get over to see if I might be able to get laid. Yeah. Now all I hear is an angry farmer. Yes. Okay? Yeah. I've had enough sex with them. <laughs> okay? Oh, the cup runneth over with the your kind. The cup runneth over with angry farmers. All right? Yeah, you have no value, dude. I yeah. have my pick. If anything, I'm entering an inflation of angry farmers <laughs> that I can fuck. And right now... Yeah. Your currency is zilch. So like, I'm like, you think you're the only woman of recent times to be mean to me? You think you're special? I was like, Fucking, you're all mean to me, man. There's one that's nice to me, and I love her. Well, <laughs> like, see, she's back <laughs> home, and I love her. The rest of you are mean. This is an easy choice. It took me so long growing up with just a brother mm. to figure out how to be playfully mean without being like, yo, well, you're a fucking dickhead with a stupid neck, and I'm fucking fuck. Yeah. Fucking. Ugh. Yeah, because you can't do that. Yeah, you can't. You, yeah, yeah, yeah you got to be kind of sly with it. Yeah, you have to be like, yeah, nice shirt. <laughs> Whatever. Nice shirt. I mean? Oh, my God. You have to turn it back. What's playfully mean? Yes, yeah, see, I Playfully mean is hard to really decipher. It's hard to decipher. And be it's playfully mean with me right now. Just do something playfully mean. Like, I'm like, it's Alex, okay? Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Be playfully mean. Well, you're trying to bond. Do something playfully mean. Be playfully mean. Trying to bond. Stop trying to set me up so you can have a fight. Grumpy ass. Is this playfully mean? I don't know how to be playfully mean. I don't know how to this do it. This isn't how to do it, by the way. No, that's what I know. This is crisis. But also, this is, this is melting down in front of someone. <laughs> See? You fucking nail it. <laughs> oh my God, I do. Oh my God. I'm the fucking man. <laughs> All right, everybody. Guys, really important. This is going to be, we're going to have to take a little bit of a break. Yes. Um, you're touring with Luke Kidgel for the next couple of weeks. I'm touring. I'm on tour with Luke Kidgel. If you're in any of the cities for the next two weeks, it's on his Instagram. Uh, come on through. I'm going to be opening for him. Uh, and so this will be coming out next week. This will be coming out next week. Which means uh, it, we might be away for two weeks. Mm. But then we'll be back and then we'll never leave again. Yes, we'll never leave again. You're on tour with Kidgel. I'm at the Comedy Store the weekend this comes out, and then in Hornsby and Foster with the showcase. Oh, you're going to be back from Perth? Oh, yeah, you Oh, be, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm in Perth this weekend, but it'll be completely oh, be... done by the time this is finished. Oh, okay, true. Well, fucking, um, if you were in Perth, you missed out. It was fucking mad. It was sick, dude. Um, 
Love you as always. This has been a fun episode, I reckon. This has, actually. I'm feeling under weather. It's late at night. I think we nailed We've this. We've covered a lot of ground. We've done well. Love you, everybody. Love you, guys. Cannot wait to be back with you again. Mwah. Miss you already. Miss you too. Bye.